Already, y'all ready for the word? Are y'all ready for the word? Get your Bible up nice and high, your Bible, your iPad, whatever you're rolling with worship. Y'all did real good this morning, too. Y'all did, y'all should clap for them or make some noise for them. Oh, let me see. I'm some weird, you know what? Let's do worship real quick. Put your Bible down, stand to your feet. Let's, for where we're going, for where we're going, you can leave that because I'm going to need that. For where we're going in this series that we're starting, how many know your heart has to be really open? Because this is going to be some real internal inspection, and you're going to have to be honest with yourself. And the Holy Spirit is a very present help in trouble and in non-trouble. And so would you take a minute, would you lift your hands however you do? If you hold them high, mid, whatever, I want you to be you. And would you take a minute as our, our band plays a little bit, and would you just stand before the Holy Spirit and honor the Lord for a minute and talk to the Holy Spirit about opening you up to be honest with yourself this morning. Holy Spirit, open me up. I give you free reign in my mind. Talk to me. My ears are open. Help me to see where I need to change this morning. Not this week, not next month, starting right now. We declare the blood of Jesus in this room against all demonic encroachment and over the people of God in this room, online, for there to be clarity of mind this morning. We come against all turmoil. We speak peace in this room. Spirit of God, we need to desperately hear from you. Without you, we're nothing. Come on, would you hold your hands up real high now and take about 30 seconds or so and just worship in your own way. Let the Spirit of God be released in this room. Oh, Holy Spirit, we honor your presence here. This is your house, your place. You have free reign this morning. Jesus, you're edified. Father, you're glorified. Trinity in one, we honor you this morning. Have your way. Come on, take another 15 and just honor him. Go for it. Just honor him. We bless your name in this place. How great you are, Holy One, Deliverer of Israel, Captain of our soul. We love you. We honor you. We bless you this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Before you take your seat, tell the Lord you love him real intimately. Come on, tell him in your own way. I love you, Lord. Oh, I love you. Online, do that. I love you, Lord. Amen. Let's go to work. Take your seat. Get your Bible up, your Bible, your iPad, whatever you're rolling with. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, make this declaration with me. Come on, get up whatever you got. I told y'all one Sunday, we're going to do bring your Bible to church Sunday. We're going to actually all bring in real Bibles. How many know if technology shuts down, you still need the Word? No, no, we all, who's got, who has an actual Bible? I see, wave at me. No, who has it right now? Some of you, some of you, man. The rest of us are heathens. We got technology. Y'all got real Bible. Come on, yeah. We're going to do that probably. We're going to do, how many of y'all would, would bring a real Bible? How many of y'all need to go buy a real Bible? Yeah. 
Where do I get one? Walmart, you can go. <laughs> All right, come on, make this declaration. Repeat after me, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. And I can be what it says I can be. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, as the teacher is teaching, hide him in a gift that I might experience revelation, impartation, destiny acceleration, and manifestation. In Jesus' name, shout amen. Shout amen again. Shout amen again. Turn to Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. Woo Romans chapter 7. And I need y'all to get to verse 18. Romans chapter 7. And we're going to, can y'all bring it up on the screen? Just bring it up. Bring it up. Just bring it up. Romans chapter, now can y'all read like Church of God in Christ? Can y'all read like Church of God in Christ? Is my chain all right, Brian? Is it on my, is it on my mic? Because I was, yeah, just take it off right now. Just, just take it off. Don't mess up my hair, Brian. Oh, you're going, all right, Brian. Come on. Okay, come on, let's, let's read. Can y'all read like Church of God in Christ? Ready, go. Come on. Uh, read strong. Wait, say that part again. Uh, we'll say that again. Oh, come on, Jesus. Uh-huh. Come on. Help us, Jesus. Keep going. Oh, God, Jesus. Y'all got to get better at reading together. This is the foundation for this new series we're starting, Me Versus Me. The Bible is clear that hear me, there's a battle going on inside of you. And it's amazing, you just read, the Bible says that the things I should do, I don't do. <laughs> no, the things I know I should do, I, am I talking to real people or churchy people? Who knows what it's like, I should do this, but I don't do it. And the things I shouldn't do, I do. There is this internal battle going on inside of me with your saved self, with your sanctified self, with your spirit-filled self. You've been in church for five, seven, 12 years. You done heard the word, but it doesn't negate on the inside, there's this intrinsical battle going on in me that the stuff I shouldn't do, I find myself doing. I'm not supposed to be in somebody's bed till I'm married, but I find myself in not just one bed, but in a variety of beds. And I'm not supposed to cuss people out, but I just find myself, blank you, blank you, blank all y'all. I, I find myself and I, I come to the altar and see what y'all don't, what y'all don't realize is, you know, this altar is nothing more than wood. 
and you can get out your seat and you can come to this altar and you can snot and cry, help me, Lord, and we can lay hands on you and you can go out in the spirit on the floor. But when you get up, there's still a battle within you. Somebody shout battle, battle. You come get it. Battle. There's still a battle. You can leave that off for now. There's still a battle on the inside, and that's what we got to deal with today, this battle between yourself. Tell your neighbor between yourself. Yeah, me versus me. Look at everybody in the room and go, you might need to give me some room today. Because it's going to get a little ugly in here. It's going get, to get a little rough in here. This is a false series we're going to be in I don't know how long because if you don't learn this, you will not succeed in the kingdom. Because after you go home today, after the lights are out, there's another me waiting for you. Somebody shout me versus me. So let's go to work on this series. And so I'm going to hit you with some statements that I need you to think about. Number one, don't bring it up for me. Life is choice-driven. You're going to live and die by the choices you make. <laughs> no, no, leave that up. Life is choice-driven. You're going to live or die by what? And so here's the deal on that. You can be your own worst enemy. Oh, God. No, no, no. You can be your own worst enemy by the self-sabotaging choices you make. The question on the table is, up to this point, have you been your own worst enemy? Tell your neighbor, ask yourself the question. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. We're, we're not talking about the devil messing with you right now. We're not talking about your haters. We're talking about you. Oh, oh, God. No, we're talking about self-sabotaging behavior that causes yourself to miss God's best for your life. The devil many times can sit by and watch you jack you up. Tell your neighbor, I'm so glad you came to church today. Who's people that came, who got invited to come, or who's people that came today, like you came back to your wave at me, oh yeah, I'm so glad you're here, because how many know this involves you too? <laughs> Tell your neighbor, it involves all of us, all of us. Everybody say self-sabotaging. Now, what do we mean by that? They're going to bring up something for you. Self-sabotage, I need you to get this. Self-sabotage is the self-destructive decision-making process where a person is being influenced by their flesh to make choices that are against their own best interests and well-being. Lord, have mercy. That is why we can see a smart, mature believer all of a sudden make decisions that leaves us scratching our head. Why would they do that? Because how many know your flesh is always waiting for you to give it opportunity? So, make a note of this. Number one, or just, not number, just get this. Self-sabotage is caused by renegade flesh. Everybody say renegade flesh. And you know this because you live this like I do. If you don't keep your flesh in check, it will desert the mission at hand. Is it me or maybe there's others, flesh left unchecked? will take you back into the muck and mire you said you would never go back to. 
No, let me see if I just got the right people. Does anybody know what it's like, man? You, um, you know, you try to resist your flesh and then you give in. And right after you have fulfilled your flesh, then you want to get strong. You want to go, that's it? That's the last time. I won't do that anymore. You're talking to the air. Do you hear what I'm saying? I won't do that ever again because it's easy to be strong when the flesh is not hungry at the moment. Oh, is this too real? Are we okay? Renegade flesh will take you right back in to people and places and situations that God brought you out of, but just because you came out doesn't mean your flesh doesn't want to go back. Let me give you this now. Make a note of this. Self, get this next thing. Self-sabotaging decisions must be restrained because reigning in life is choosing to control your flesh and decide to walk in God's best in every area of your life. Ooh, I got one amen from one of the, the main prayer leaders. No, 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 no. Hear me. Self-sabotage decisions have to be restrained because if you're going to reign in life, it's not mainly because you shout on Sunday. It's not mainly because you watch Christian television. If you're going to reign in life, you are going to have to choose. Everybody say choose. choose. You're going to have to choose to control your flesh and decide to walk in God's best. Change does not happen mainly up here. This is not, you come up here for prayer, this is not the end, it's the beginning. Change happens out there. Amen and amen. Everybody say flesh. flesh. Say it again, flesh. flesh. Now when we talk about flesh, some people don't know what that means because they think we're talking about this. Tell your neighbor, we're not talking about this. Tell your neighbor, we're not talking about skin. Go to Romans 8. Let's go to Romans 8, verse 5. Romans 8, verse 5. Verse 7, or Romans 8, sorry, verse 5 says this. For they that are after the flesh do what? Do what? Do what? Do mind the things of the... Some of you should see your faces. You mad right now? You, some of you like... <laughs> How many of your flesh don't want to hear this? Your flesh does not want to hear this. So, for they that are after the flesh do what? mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things, or do mind, keep it contextually accurate, do mind the things of the spirit. For to be what? To be what? Carnally minded is what? But to be spiritually what? Minded is what? Life and peace. Because the carnal what? Is what? Against who? God, for it's not subject to the what? law of God, real important, the last part, neither indeed can be. So watch now, a definition based upon what we just read of what the flesh is. It'll come up on the screen. The flesh is a way of thinking. Somebody shout thinking. The flesh is a way of thinking that goes against the word of God and waits for opportunities to influence your perception and your decision-making and persuade you against the will of God. Your flesh is a way of thinking. It is nothing else. It is a way of thinking that goes against the will and word of God. Walking in the spirit is not That's your prayer language. Walking in the spirit is a way of 
thinking that lines up with God and his word. You got to choose which one you're going to walk in. So let's walk this out. Let's walk this out. First and foremost, let's, let's illustrate this out. There is the spirit part of you. There's the spirit part of you, watch, which is flowing with the will of God, flowing with God's will in your life. But everybody in this room, starting with me, has a flesh part. The flesh part of you, hear me, never wants to do the will of God. No, no, everybody in this room, look at your whole row and go, you got two of them too. No. I don't care how long your dress is, you got a dark part. You got, no, 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 no. I don't care how many, you got, you can go from that to blank you, blank you, blank you. Oh, wait, y'all not, y'all gonna be fake? Y'all gonna, come on, come on. No, look at your neighbor and say, you got a dark part. Some of you can say, I saw it, I saw it this morning. You, you got a dark part. And watch, within yourself, there's a battle going on constantly. Which is why you can be on fire for God one minute and down and out the next minute because this battle does not go away. I don't care the title. You can be Bishop, oh great mighty, don't matter. There's a battle on the inside, which is why it makes no sense to let anybody put you up on a pedestal because there's a battle inside of you. So let's go. There's a battle. Let's hit it. I want him to hear your voice. In your life form, waiting with goodness and mercy is me. And in the darkest corner, waiting with doubt and insecurity is me. Let's get ready to rumble or Right. Whatever that is. <laughs> so watch now. Watch your flesh. Everybody go, this is me. Shout it again, this is me. Your flesh never wants to obey the will of God. We read in Scripture, neither can it ever be. Your flesh never wants to obey God's word at all. You can come to church, it'll come to church with you. You can read your Bible, it'll sit there. You can shout, you can dance, you can fast, and it'll, watch, it'll buck up, it don't want to, it, it wants to eat. You never eat breakfast ever. The day we call a fast, you wake up the next morning. Is that bacon? Is that bacon? Bacon, 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 bacon. Bacon! Come, am I talking to the right people? Because your flesh never wants to... See, this is what people don't understand. What you... Oh, y'all making me work too hard. What you get... To, hear me. What you get delivered from doesn't mean never tries to come back. So you can get delivered, I'm going to talk general, from self-gratification. 
Oh, y'all quiet. Y'all, man. Watch. You can get delivered from gluttony, whatever, and the right amount of worry, stress, and pressure can have that thing pop up and go, I'm here. And see, some people don't know how to handle that because religion makes you think, I'm free and I'm good. And then when your flesh punches you in the jaw, they don't know how to handle it. And now, instead of being honest that, hey, I'm struggling, we want to test a lie. <laughs> now, here's what I need you to understand because what some of you are looking at, you're missing. Because you think you see what's going on, but you don't see it, and I need to illuminate it for you. Because here's the problem online, I just need y'all to, I need y'all to pay attention. Here's the problem with what we're looking at. We think it's one-on-one. -on -one. Come on, Jesus. But it's actually three of them against you. You got three of you you fighting against. Oh, y'all gonna make us work hard. See, in other words, in other words, watch. Number one, you got your thoughts. Your thoughts will jack you up. I wish I had real people in this church. Is it me, or can you with your saved self think some nasty thoughts? I'm gonna, you, I mean, just, no, let me just be real. Have you ever been in prayer or worship and this ungodly thought comes across? Oh, now we're in the right place. Your thought life will jack you up. Your thought life will, hear me, will put you on your behind. Put you on your behind and go, now what? You were in church singing on the platform, but now what? You were leading prayer, but how, how could you think nasty thoughts? Not ever letting you know that everybody goes through this in some fashion. Who's glad they came to church today? Just when you think you're over that, just when you think you begin to start mastering it, then watch, now all of a sudden, you got to deal with the tongue part of you. And the tongue part, hear me, some of you don't understand, your tongue is nasty. The Bible says your tongue can set a fire to a whole thing and burn stuff down. That little thing between your lips, if you're not careful, will be your greatest enemy because it'll say things. And the Bible says there's what? Life and death and the power of the tongue. But how many of you need to work on your tongue? How many of you can be real sharp with your tongue? No, let me get the rest of you. How many know what it's like to be nice nasty? 
I didn't cuss, but I did without cuss, using a cuss word. Y'all can pan the camera up a little bit so they can see or do what y'all got to do. No, no, just hear me. Your tongue will mess you up and watch your tongue, if you're not careful, will put you on your behind. Your tongue will sucker punch you and drop you down. Your world's imploding because you spoke it. Nothing's working out because you spoke it. Nothing's happening because, watch, it's all negative because you are reaping what you sow. You are eating the fruit. This is a part of you that you got to be aware of that is lethal, that will jack you up. And just when you think you're starting to work on that, you're, hear me, you, you're getting up, you're trying to deal with it, then there's your nasty temperament. Your attitude. Your attitude is a hot mess. You got a negative attitude. Everybody, nobody wants to be around you because of your attitude. You just, you're, you're negative about everything. Your attitude is just negative about everything. And watch and hear me. And your thoughts and your tongue are in agreement. You're just negative against everything. I got to go to church again today. <laughs> then you come in here today, why they got that thing up there on that platform? <laughs> I ain't come in here for this. Why? They got all these lights, they got all these screens, and they got all this stuff. I, I ain't come in here for this. That makes no sense. I just want Bishop to get up there and teach the word. And your attitude is nasty because you don't understand we've tapped into something because the last few years, the average believer has become oversaturated with information. We got to adjust to draw your attention in. No, you, we pastor for real, me and Pastor Aisha. And watch, your temperament, if you're not careful, will drop you. It'll put you on your behind. It'll knock you down. And watch, let, this is your side note. This is your side note. When you have a nasty attitude, there will be others around you to encourage you to stay that way. Because negative people connect with negative people. So you got these three against you that everybody in this room starting with me has to contend with, has to deal with, has to, how am I going to handle this? How many of y'all can relate to all three of them? Watch, watch. The Bible addresses it that you don't have to stay that way. Oh, no, 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 no. The Bible addresses that, watch, you don't have to be dominated by the three cohorts that are just ready to sucker punch you. Go to Romans 8 real quick. Watch this. Romans 8, verse 12. Watch this real quick. Ooh. The pastor translation says, So then, beloved ones, the flesh has no claim on us at all. And we have no further obligation to live in obedience to it. God, this is good. For when you live controlled by the flesh, you're about to die. But if the life of the Spirit 
puts to death the corrupt ways of the flesh, we then taste his abundant life. Help me, Jesus. No, the watch, the Bible is clear. You don't have to stay down that way. Jesus paid the price so you can get back up again. You can saying that no matter where you are there's a battle on the inside but as God is your witness Jesus paid the price gave you the power and authority to dominate what's trying to dominate you and if you are in a place if right now you're on your butt you've been knocked down I'm here to tell you today child of God daughter of God son of God children of the most high pick yourself up understand that you've been given the ability to dominate what's trying to dominate you so in this battle of me versus me you can declare checkmate I declare I win in advance because 
I am a child of the Most High God, and then watch, they got to drag that mess out of here. Who saw themselves in this today? Wave at me. Now watch. Watch. The Bible says, when the word is taught, the word of the kingdom, the enemy comes immediately to steal it. So what do you think is going to happen today? What do you think on your way to breakfast? It could happen before you get out the door. It could happen in your car, at the coffee shop, at the restaurant, in your house. Because what the enemy wants you to do is forget all that you heard. So you turn around and you go, well, that's just how I am. Now let me give you this. I'm jumping ahead in this lesson, but can I just give you this? God, I man, should I say it right now? I don't know if I should say this right now. I'm jumping it. I'm not moved by y'all. Say it. Say it. Because I'm trying to make sure. I've said it before, but trying to make sure that um, this is the moment to say it because some of you may not know how to handle it. Okay. Hear me. What, how many of you are struggling with something you need to stop struggling with right now? Wave high. Wave high. Be honest. Now, if you're not right now, just keep living. But watch. How many? Wave at me high. Watch. I'm just coming out of stuff. May hear me. Listen to me. Those that lifted their hands. God is not mad at you in your struggle. No. No. Why don't, I don't know if I believe that because he's a holy God. He's a holy God. Well, let me just bust your bubble and give you scripture. Romans 8, 1 says, Therefore now is no condemnation, guilt, or shame to them that are in Christ Jesus. God is not mad at your struggle. He can help you with your struggle. You're his son or daughter in the midst of your struggle, in the midst of whatever it is, I don't care how nasty it is, in the midst of your current struggle, God says, you're my son. You're my daughter. If he, say, if he says otherwise, he can't be God because he said, I'll never leave you and I'll forsake you. But God, he will always intervene in a struggle. But what he won't intervene in is when you go from your, making it a struggle to making it your state. When you turn around and go from this is a struggle that I need to overcome to I can't help myself. This is, just, this is just how I am. Now you've made it a state to justify, to soothe your consciousness about why it's okay to do. I'm talking to somebody. I'm here to tell you I'm living witness. I'm living witness. I'm living witness. All three of those things, man. I've struggled with before and can struggle at different times. And hear me, but I'm living witness. I'm no different than y'all, just like I got a title of bishop. That's nothing. I'm living witness that if I can overcome, you can overcome because you recognize the battle and you make a decision that I'm going to go with God and his word every time. I'm out of time for today. We got to stop. Glory be to God. Glory. Oh, I'm, I need this. That's right. I'll leave it. Who needed to really hear this today? Wave at me high. Who needs to hear more of this? Oh, yeah, yeah. We just are false. So we're going to be in this for a while. We're going to be in this for a while. 
I got so much to cover with you. And hear me, this is a setup for what God wants you to walk in in the new year. God wants you to walk in something I'm going to tell you about, and this is a setup for that. How many know you can't conquer what you won't confront? And you won't confront what you cannot identify. We're all a work in progress. Amen. Heads are bowed quickly. Heads are bowed quickly. Nobody moving unless you have to. If you need to, then do what you got to do, but nobody moving. If you're in this building, you're online, and you're not born again, would you consider giving your heart to the Lord Jesus today? This message, this first illustration, man, you can't do anything against those three things in you without the Lord's help. Because all you're trying to do is handle it naturally. But the day you get born again, you get spiritual help. You get help from another place. And so if you're here and you've never received Jesus as your Savior, this is your moment right now. This is your moment, your opportunity. God loves you so much. He sent his only son to die for you, shed his blood for you, go to hell for you, take your place, take my place. And he took our sin and gave us his righteousness. And so if you're here today, man, you've never received Jesus' free gifts of salvation and righteousness, I promise you this is why you're here today. That you might have thought all the other stuff was great this moment right now. Now maybe you're here and you're a backslider. What's that? You were living for God. Maybe you got saved at a young age. You were living for God and then you got derailed. Something happened. One of those three things got the best of you and you walked away from God. And you didn't, you know, that's where you've been. And you didn't know you could just come back. Because you come back the same way you left. You just make a decision. God loves you so much he'll never reject you. He just can't make you come to him. He has to wait for you to come. But when you make that decision, he's there waiting. So I want to pray a prayer for anybody in this room that says, I've never received Jesus, but I want to today. Or I'm a backslider and I want to rededicate my life. You're telling me it's that easy and it is. How do you know I've been there? I know what it's like. And so I'm going to pray a prayer for anybody like that. If that's you and you simply want to be included in this prayer of salvation and or rededication, Bishop, is going to pray that prayer, include me. It'd be my pleasure. The other reinforcing question on the table as heads are bowed is simply this, to really solidify it. If you died today, if these next few hours were your last hours on this planet and you died, your heart stopped beating, are you confident you would be ready to go see God? Are you confident? If you can't unequivocally go yes, you need to give your heart to the Lord and rededicate your life. So I'm going to pray this prayer of salvation and rededication. If that's you, and you want to be included in this prayer to give your heart to the Lord to rededicate and also be sure that your last breath here, you're going to be with God forever. If that's you and you want to be included in this prayer, hold your hand up right now. Hold it up high. I see your hand going up. I see your hand going up. I see your hand going up. Y'all should clap loud. That's good. I see your hand in the back. That's good. You can put your hands down. Now hear me. We're going to pray this prayer. But I'll, I'll say this when I sense it. I don't say it all the time. There are a handful of other people in this room right now. In this room. There could be some online, but in this room, man, you, you want to make that decision, but you're so caught up in all the mess you've done. I've messed up here. I've messed up here. I've done this. And you're, you're caught up in the mess versus magnifying God's love for you. He loves you more than you'll ever know. And all he says is, trust me. Take my word for it because I, I so want you in my kingdom. So if that's you, and you're like, man, and that resonates on the inside, and you're like, that's me, man, I, 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 wanna, I wanna come to God, but I've messed up so much, 
I just don't think he would take somebody like me. I just need you to take my word for it in this moment because I am I'm eligible to say this because I've been there. If you want to be included with the other hands and give your heart to the Lord and rededicate your life, hold your hand up right now too. Hold it up high. I see your hand going up. I see your hand going up. That's good. That's good. Put your hands down. I'm going to pray a prayer. Me and the rest of our church, we're going to pray. And we want you to say the same prayer. We're going to say the prayer we're asking you to say so you know you're not by yourself in this moment. We're with you. Hundreds of people, those here and then those online, we're going to say the same prayer. So would you repeat this prayer online? If you want to get saved or rededicate, put it in the chat so we know. But say this prayer. Say, Dear Jesus, today I give you my life and I receive your free gifts of salvation and righteousness. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me, shedding your blood for me, going to hell for me, and rising again, all for me. Today, of my own free will, I receive you, and I thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, somebody shout amen. Oh, that's so good. Welcome home, family. Welcome into the kingdom of God. Now, if you're here also and you want to join this church, if you're like, I've never seen nothing like this. I've never seen a boxing ring up on a stage and it resonated and you feel like this is where God wants you to be, we would love for you to make this church home. Now, maybe you're like, hey, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here, but I sure would like to get some questions answered. We love to do that for you too. We have something coming up in the next few weeks called Getting to Know Victory. It's a chance for you to come and hang out with Pastor Aisha and I, meet all of our leaders, hear about the vision to help you, and then we go, let's answer any questions you have. Me and Pastor Aisha do it ourselves. To help you make a decision, this is where I feel God wants me to be. And if you feel that way, we'd love for you to be a part of this church. So that's you. And you want, today, you either want to join this church or you're like, hey, I want to get some questions answered. So I really would like to, you know, get the, have that opportunity. We'd love for you to do that. So if that's you, you want to join or you want to get questions answered. If you make a decision about joining, hold your hand up real high, real quick. Hold it up high. I see your hand over there. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Very good. I see your hand. Very good. Excellent. All right. Here's what I need real quick. Here's what I need very quickly. If you lifted your hand to get saved, to rededicate it, or to join the church, I need you to gather your belongings. Would you come up and meet me real quick, please, at the altar? Because I want to give you instructions. Would you gather your stuff and come up quickly? Move quickly, please. Do not leave me up here by myself. Don't leave me up here. Would you get out your seat? Thank you for getting out your seat. Now, can y'all make some noise for people that are getting out their seat? There's some others, I don't know. We're not gonna make you come down. That's what's up, high five me. That's what's up. Stay here, that's what's up. All right, if someone else is coming, please come now. Please come now, we'll wait for a minute. Please come now, that's what's up. You're coming, all right, we'll wait for you. That's what's up, come on down. That's what's up. You gotta high five me, that's what's up. All right, now, whatever decision you made today, whether you got saved, rededicated, joining the church, we are considering joining. We want you to know we're honored about your decision. Is my mic working? Did they hear what I said out there? I said we're honored for your decision. We're honored for your decision. Thank y'all so much.
for letting us be part of this serious, intimate time. We so appreciate it. Now, what we want to do, we're getting ready to dismiss in a minute. Pastor Ashton, I want to fellowship with you for a few minutes um, if you have time to wait. So what I want to do is I want to get you out first. We have a team over there against the wall. They are, because y'all are very important people. They're going to escort you to our multi-purpose room. And as soon as we dismiss, we're going to run in so we can just fellowship with you for a few minutes if you can wait. If you can't wait, it's cool. But if you can wait, if you've never talked with a Victoria's Secret model, I'm coming in there with one. I'm rolling it. So, would you, did y'all get all your stuff? Did you bring all your stuff? Okay, because these people will take your stuff and wear it like it's theirs. All right, this is a real church. Would you follow those people waving right there? Would you go with them? Can y'all make some noise for them as they go? Amen. Now, side note. If you didn't want to get up, if you're like, man, I gave my heart to the Lord, or, or I, I want to join because I saw some other hands, but you're like, I ain't getting up there, uh-uh. It's cool. No worries. After service, if you will go down this hallway, meet us in the multipurpose room, we would love to fellowship with you. It's cool. No worries about that at all. So please don't leave out. If you made the decision, we'd love to fellowship with you. Can y'all make some noise for all of them one more time? That's what's up. All right. Somebody shout, it's tithes and offering time. Now, if and only if you love giving to God, make some noise. Here at this church, if you don't know, this is a tithing church. We believe in giving God the first tenth of any increase that hits our hand. Paycheck, find money. Somebody hooks me up with money. God gets the first tenth. It's his. It's not mine. Then we take the 90%. Handle all of our responsibilities and put money where? Put some in savings. What's left over is called your your excess and that is what you give offerings out of as the Holy Spirit leads you to do so now listen carefully please if you're a first-time visitor you hung out with us today not even a first-time visitor if you're here today and you have a church home victory's not your church home and you're like man I'm gonna pay my tithe here please do not do that your tithe goes to your home church not this church or any other church so an offering but please don't give us another church's tithe now if you're here visiting you don't have a church home. You're looking for one maybe, but you don't have one, and you like to pay your tithe here. By all means, you can, as long as you don't have a church home. Now, how do you give? In case you don't know, there's several ways to do that here at Victory. It'll come up on the screen. Number one, you can always go to our website. Give that way. Number two, for those watching, the address is on the screen. You can mail something in if you want to do that. Some people that live nearby, they want to bring their offering or tithe up here. So there's a drop box outside the executive wing. While we're on that, we know most people are giving electronically now, but some people still want to give cash or check, and we honor that. We don't want you to give it loosely. So if you're in the building and you're going to be giving cash or check and you need an envelope, hold your hand up, please, and the ushers will come to you. Just keep your hand up nice and high. They will quickly get to you. They'll put an envelope in your hand, and that way you can give based upon how you're choosing to give. Now, please hear me. For those that got an envelope, we do not pass offering buckets. So if how you're going to turn your envelope in, there's two bins on the back wall. Or on your way out, drop it in, and it'll get to where it needs to get to. Another way to give is the mobile app. If you'll text VICCC space app to 77977, you can give that way. If you don't want to download the app, and you should, the app is great. You can just simply text to give, text VICCC to 77977. Lastly, if you have an equip account, you can give that way. All right, when you're ready to give, hold up whatever you're giving with today. If you're giving electronically, hold that up. If you got an envelope, please take your time filling it out. You can catch up to us and hold that up. If you have nothing to give, hold your hand up with everybody else. Nobody left behind online. Hold up the piece of bacon you've been eating while I've been preaching. Wave it before the Lord. Speak to your seed. Say, seed, 
I know you can hear me. Everything has ears. I'm talking to you. Go now. Get in the ground. Increase. Multiply. And harvest. I'm calling in to the kingdom of God and my citizen hand. In Jesus' name, shout amen.